Hello and welcome to Beyond a Doubt, the sub-genre of the Benefit of a Doubt podcast. This month featuring arguably the most prolific guest that we've had on this podcast thus far, Mr. Michael Fisher. Michael, how are you doing this evening? Very well, thank you, Mr. Dowd. Although I would not call myself prolific, my production rate has dropped precipitously. Uh, It's just that each piece is hopefully a little bit better. I wasn't going to say anything, but okay. Uh, And then also joining us is Mr. Cliff. How are you doing, Mr. Cliff? I'm tired, but that's okay. I'm here. I'm excited. Good company. Yeah. I've had a day, but Mm. I'll tell you what, sitting down with you gentlemen is a a soothing salve to the otherwise dumpster fire that has been my day. Your guest has a question. Yes. Are you running this live? This is a live program? This is a live program, yeah. Love to hear that. Do you do you promote it on Twitter when it goes live, or do you just say, are you just a devil-may-care internet user? <laughs> I do now. I had a tweet all written up and ready to go, so now we're uh, now it's out there, and people know. We Good. spare nothing for Mr. Mobile, I just got to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we spare no expense, exactly. The so. retweet has been executed. Hi. <laughs> oh, Welcome. God, here we go. Here come the comments. <laughs> The, we call this the Fisher effect on the Benefit of a Doubt podcast. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be three whole people in the chat in a second. Wow, yeah. coming from me, which would be uh, which would be amazing. But it would be uh, really anyway. funny if one of those was Mr. Rivera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would. yeah. on Tell the other side of this wall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> tell them to hop on, see what's going on. So, uh, Michael, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you this off air, but I figured I'll just say it on air. When say I was it. at CES, one of the uh, one of the uh, vendors that I wanted to go see was a company called GamerPod, which builds uh, like exactly what it sounds like pods specifically for like game streamers. That like oh, it like- basically like you have GamerPod 1.0 beta. And like these guys put together a uh, like a whole like fancy thing with like dual monitors and like ventilation and the whole whole shebang. And I, I gotta say, when I saw it, I thought of you, Adam. I have ventilation. I I could have two monitors should I choose. <laughs> the only thing that I suspect my sound booth lacks that the gamer pod has is RGB lighting and <laughs> and. Well, I, let's be honest. I actually would like that a lot in here. So I was going to say a fair, look into of, them. Yeah. fair amount of polish, too. But And your ventilation is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is accurate. My ventilation is a CPU fan that uh, oh, I think broke go. probably 10 years ago. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, Michael, welcome to Beyond a Doubt. You've been here. You've been on here a couple of times talking about Star Trek cruises and folding phones and then more folding phones. And I'm wow. sure we will probably talk about more folding phones at some point this evening. Why don't but, we? Uh, but this is Beyond a Doubt. This is, this is the Fisher Show. So we want to hear about you. Oh, we want to hear about like what's going on, and like one of the usual like icebreaker questions that I usually talk about is I like to talk about uh, people's origin stories. Like, how did you get into this this thing here that we do? Because I think you might have an interesting one. Oh man, uh, well I love it. I, this, I, you're sure we haven't talked about this before? Because I feel like we have. Not positive, Not on, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's actually good timing for that because um, this is a very good time uh, to be a Star Trek fan with new shows coming online all the time, and one of them just premiered its season. Star Trek Picard season three just started a couple days ago, and it it definitely did put me in mind of the. In that kind of third grade mindset I had in the in the mid '90s or early '90s, whatever that was, when uh, when really the seeds for my current um, 
profession were sewn or my professional choices were sewn. Like I grew up a, a giant Star Trek fan who also liked talking to his friends and didn't get to very often because I lived out in the rural, you know, wasteland of Long Island and whatever. Um, right. I wanted two things at the same time. I wanted blinky little boxes that lived in my pockets that were cool. And if, Check. If, if, <laughs> yeah, and if those could be made to communicate directly with my friends, um, that would be even more cool. Check. So, okay. In the late 90s <laughs> rolled around and suddenly I could buy one of those even as a not well-off high school kid. Prices came down so quickly. Uh, I became, I, I kind of fell in love. And, you know, I was 18 and my brain was still plastic and susceptible to influence. And um, I never I never fell out of love with, with mobile phones specifically. And, uh, nice. yeah, about um, 12 years after that, when I decided to make a change in my life from professional actor to maybe something else, uh, I wrote a little blog called Pocket Now that you're very familiar with. And I said, would you hire me? Because I think my opinions might be interesting to read. Okay, so Pocket Now was your first gig. Okay, because I knew yeah. that you kind of you kind of hovered around on like the pre central forums and stuff like that back in the Fat Riker's beard days. Fat, um, Fats Riker beard. Fats yes, that's Riker correct. beard. That's why. That's right. <laughs> I meant to. I meant to say that properly. And um, yeah. and I remember. I actually remember one of the first things I did when I came onto Pocket Now myself was I I name dropped Fats Riker beard to you, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's like, you!" Yeah, because you and I, we three met before I was ever in the space. Like we three met on the those forums didn't we yeah basically i mean yeah I so, say that's uh, true i was, was uh, i was a viewer of the was it the precast no probably whatever yeah. the whatever the, the whatever <laughs> the pre-central's derek. webcast the derek and dieter and other guy yeah show. keith <laughs> Keith, that's right. Oh, right, yes. right, yeah. Yep. Wow, yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's taking things way back. Yeah. Man. But, you know, Cliff Cliff actually worked for uh, Pre-Central's chief rival. I did. And by and by work. Webo West Roundup. I'm using very that's large right. air quotes here, but... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so that was... That was well, fun. Good times. It, it was, and it was a good time to get into it. You know, it was it a was. really good time to get into the space. Even then, and I think this is something that people should keep in mind as they try to get into the space now, if they're interested in YouTubing or writing or whatever. You know, even in 2011, voices both inside and outside my head were like, "Isn't it too late to get into tech blogging? Like, isn't that? <laughs> isn't are, have, hasn't everyone already carved out their own little subdomain there? And no, wasn't true then, and it's not. I don't think it's true now. As it turns out, no. Yeah, no, formats change, you know, but there's there's change, always but... room for there's always room for more voices. I got yes. I got to think. You know, especially if you have a unique one, or if you're generic as fuck, like benefit of a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you can't underestimate the power of a pun. To That's carry right, it. and I think That's right. yeah, you guys bought a lot of runway with that excellent pun. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Cliff's idea, and uh, oh, by the way, speaking of which, Cliff, I was doing that you know that thirty second countdown thing. Can we do like little benefit of a doubt logos? <laughs> going up through the like you know how the dots were going up anyway it's fine that i like that countdown that so, that's, that's not cool. even the one i made you use the canned one. Oh well still <laughs> I, what I, want, I, I want you to take that one and like just make uh, it guess i'll have to look. brush up on my after effects yeah yeah get, get to work here. there get to work there you know what am i paying you for i'm not um but anyway Get what you um, pay for. <laughs> so okay, so Pocket Now was your first gig. I wasn't mm -hmm. I was I wasn't sure about that. And you have a, a strong theater background, which is something that we all share. But you know what? We 
I, I believe we have talked about that. So yeah. let's move on to something a little bit more current. Star Trek Picard. I asked you for your review on Twitter the other day, and I never got one. So what do you think? Hmm. I mean, granted, season two was a very low bar. Yes. <laughs> so season two was a just absolute, absolutely devastating uh, waste of time. But um, <laughs> the, 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 and that's why I I pause because season two started out w- just incredibly. That, yeah. That, that season oh, yeah. premiere was. I watched it live as we talked about last time. I watched it live on the cruise ship on Star Trek: The Cruise, and we were all just enraptured by it and I think it was such a strong start and then the season totally fell apart so that's why I, I kind of I, 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 I worry about season three not living up to its own premiere um, there's a lot of hype going into this like I don't I don't yeah. even think season two had this much hype like season three is just like a no. whole lot of yeah. yeah because from a from a from the standpoint of the entire show what have a lot of us wanted this to be the entire time we've wanted it to be a TNG reunion Right, I, right. Uh, Patrick Stewart and I understand him uh, did not want to do that. He wanted to do something different, and um, and so did I think some of the showrunners. And who can blame them? You, yeah, you should do something different. Absolutely. Now th- it makes sense that there's a lot more hype though going into season three because it is the TNG reunion that so many of us did want, and they started that off with a strong episode that was also you didn't go. I don't know if you noticed, you could not go four seconds without an Easter egg of some kind. Like it, if you've watched enough Star Trek, like it's. It was almost exhausting. And I have I, historically been really bad at picking out Easter eggs. <laughs> dude, like it, it, the density of Easter eggs in that episode is so extreme that I didn't dislike it. In fact, they all worked on me, but I also am very aware of my own susceptibility to sure. cheap tricks. Oh, yeah, uh, fan service all the way. It, it's oh, definitely man. one for the fans, <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, yeah. even, and, and, and for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I will just reference a few things that I don't think are going to ruin the episode from anybody but i mean like the excuse me the flute uh from mm. that episode where he lived an entire different life the inner light <laughs> oh I, yeah I, that I was a great one i love that mm-hmm. right yeah. it is a great episode but uh yeah i mean he i guess he could Lar- laris could have just whipped out a uh a, a, keyboard which by the way that keyboard that they had on that episode ended up being something that again if we're talking about tech that has been brought it's to something life that exists that like people now have those rollout keyboards that's actually a thing or roll out oh mm-hmm. yeah that one from the episode where he fell in love with the uh the, the woman the from... subordinate yeah the right. commander yeah. i believe was yep. she commander ne- neela darren commander neela darren yeah wow Nice reference. I can't remember the name <laughs> of the episode, though. That's a bummer. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> yep, there was that one. The Mintakan Tapestry. Did you catch that on the back of his chair? Like, these are the ob- This is like the low-hanging fruit. But, man, down to sound of... I know. See, the, even the dogs even are dogs excited. Are excited. I know. Yeah. Th- this is just how we roll now. Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even going to mute. I'm just going to say, live. screw it. Let them bark. Even the, even the sound cues. Like, even just these tiny mm-hmm. little things. If you freeze... Most scenes in the show, you will see something sitting on a shelf somewhere that is a callback that isn't just a callback. That's just it's just sitting there because they wanted some set dressing. It's like there's a reason for it. And the reason is very well thought out. It's it's impressive. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I watched it like really late at night. So I I was and again, I'm historically very bad at Easter eggs. But I mean, obviously, I picked up the flute. That was that one was. Well, that was right in your face. That was very, very low hanging fruit. And that the Enterprise Um, from the. E 
with the paint the painting of the D that was in oh yeah the yeah. ready room from the E I believe it was yeah and the I mean and just the fact that they're on a neo constitution class yeah. starship you know which is callback to the <laughs> original am I right? which I liked I I, I kind of like that it's am like, I right in remembering that the Titan was actually based on a fan model that was created yeah. for the online game yeah the Shangri La I think yeah. was the name of that ship ah okay yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ship porn is is tremendous, and the the, the music cues that they're using. I mean, it's oh. it is straight up pandering, but but yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, and you know what I you know what I really liked was um, you know at in in the episode where seven of nine again I won't I'm not going to give anything away, but like does the thing that seven of nine is not supposed to do, and like the captain like just kind of wakes up and like. I'm just like, yeah, she's fired. <laughs> so, oh, it's like, so, good. so effing fired. <laughs> it's so wonderful, though, and even even her portrayal because she's um, we we meet her in this episode in a, in a not great part of her life. Mm-hmm. Her her performance is so much more in line with the seven we remember from Voyager, um, which is not to say that her previous work in Picard is you know not to. Not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but because a lot of time has passed. But I yeah. think it's a lot easier for those of us who watched Seven of Nine for four years in the '90s to kind of relate to this version of that of that character because she is so much more like contained and packed in and kind right. of repressed and yeah. tense. And you know what? I I dig that new captain. Like I, I know he, I <laughs> oh know he's God. supposed to be a jerk, and I know we're not supposed to like him. But <laughs> I, I I kind of I'm picking up what he's putting down. I'm just saying his performance <laughs> is so satisfying. He's so much fun to hate. Yes, Riker. <laughs> what's that? Love Riker line is like a. Uh, not a fan of jazz. He's like, no, I am not. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still an admiral and I'm still a captain. Well, you're a retired admiral and right. you don't have a ship, so yeah. I really have no interest in oh, what you're it saying. Was so good. What you have to say? Yeah, and it was like, and it's like one of those things where it's like, I bet I would be willing to bet a majority of the fandom was just like, oh, how dare they speak that way to Jean Luc and and mm-hmm. Riker? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, man. Yeah, so my my like experience Captain with this Jellico was actually all over again. Oh, <laughs> but but like concentrated. It's like if you've had, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you've had salsa versus like chili extract. This was the chili extract version of <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, and Captain, the experience yeah. that I had watching this was was both really nice because of all the fan service, but also frustrating because my wife was in sitting next to me on the couch as I'm watching this, and she's just on her phone watching TikToks quietly. And as oh, I am enjoying this so be. much. <laughs> yeah, as they as one as they do. And I'm just like I want I kept looking over her like expecting to at least get some enjoyment out of it and she's just <laughs> the whole Gone. time there's just no she's not what? watching it at all first of all, but it's just it's so I want I wanted to be able to you know, it's a premiere. It's it's the last season and it probably the last with next generation characters on any kind of major role i would think uh until we get that riker spinoff and i'm just like please like put your phone down and enjoy this with me and yeah, was she a happen. trek fan or not not at all yeah i was gonna yeah so that's the thing like i i learned long ago mm. that if i'm gonna have a moment like that it's like we we can watch something else together this i'm gonna go out in the garage with, this is mine. with the spare TV that's halfway broken, and I'm going to have this experience by myself because I can't. Like I right. am, the, I am that small of a person that if someone is next to me on their phone watching something, ask David ML. I used to yell at him like he was like he was nine. 
David, why is your why, why is your phone on? We're watching this as a family. Like I can't do it. I just can't do it. If someone else isn't invested, I'm like it takes me out of it. It, it really it, it it was this close to taking me out of it, and then I just I was able to mentally block it out, and then eventually she You're left. And I was happy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean. Once once upon a time, I was invited to go to a Cubs game for, for for the company that I worked for, and my boss is like, you know, just so you know, this person, they can be a little bit of annoying. I'm like, dude, I can ignore my wife for nine innings. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the wife badgering hour on Benefit right. of the Doubt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, if someone else is doing something next to me while I'm enjoying something, I'm I don't care. It's fine. I, I've See, got my I thing. wish I could be that Just way. keep it quiet. <laughs> God, you guys are awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Not as awesome as you, though, sir. But, uh, all right, Nonsense. so we're we're 17 minutes into this, and we haven't seen a foldable phone yet, so <laughs> what, what's going, what's going on with that? Sh- I'm not allowed to show you the one I'm using. Uh, but the, here's you, another you one. Can do... I can show you this one. That's fine. Can't, can't you do first impressions of the uh, the Oppo uh, thing there, or, or do you have a review embargo? No, the Oppo review is already up. He's already Good research, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Wow. That is fair. And actually, you know what? I started watching that this morning, and I had to stop because of the the aforementioned dumpster fire. Yeah. But, oh, um, I'm sorry. Okay. I know no, you've had okay, a rough no, day. I don't mean no, to give you a no, hard time. Right. No, you, you are absolutely right. Shame on me. Um, why don't you fully shame on me? Uh, shame <laughs> me by uh, give us your uh, give us your Reader's Digest version of your. Uh, of the of flip review, so that way I don't have to go watch that piece of crap. Later. Yeah, no, you don't want to waste all that time with me in London. Um, no, it is it is a very compelling little device. If you like that Galaxy Z Flip Four, you will like an awful lot about this. It is very oh, nice. very similar. Uh, it has it, it's it's it it goes a very different way toward achieving the same ends. I will say that. Like, okay, they use a MediaTek processor to get the price down, and the performance is actually quite good. They put a big ass cover display on the on the outside which is awesome for selfies and um what's the other major the thing oh the the crease it's like invisible when you open it up it's like it's not even a folding phone which is really 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 cool nice um my objections are that first of all for 850 pounds it's 50 pounds less than the galaxy flip 4 in the uk which is also pretty cool uh, but F you, Samsung. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is they Oppo gives you so much more area outside. They give you a huge, like an industry-leading size of that external cover screen, and you could. And they don't use it. They do not use it. Like oh. they, they literally, oh. like, literally, okay. they, they <laughs> almost literally just xeroxed the Samsung widgets. So they mm. give you a screen that's the right aspect ratio and so much larger, and then you can do exactly the same things with it as you can on the <laughs> Flip 4, which is the dumbest decision I've ever seen. Well, um, and and also considering that this is, you know, Samsung's on their fourth generation, there is a vibrant Reddit community of people that have modded their uh, Flip 4s to do basically anything you want on that outer screen. You're not going to get that with a, with a Vivo. Yeah, I actually watched uh, Oppo. Um, I Oppo, actually, sorry. Yeah. That's all right. Um, I actually watched a video from, I think, Gadget Goddess um, showcasing how to use, maybe Samsprung was the name of the app. On <laughs> Oh, that I, sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, and I believe she put it on the Flip, to find N2 Flip. So I did it too. And I was like, so you can, you can do it, but it's... 
like every third party app doing forcing a phone to do something right. it doesn't want to do it's janky and weird and buggy and I took it off like in 15 minutes it's kind of like um, that uh that Android app that did the um the dynamic island on Android yes uh, what was that called dynamic spot or something like that something like that yeah, yeah. Um, um it's it's exactly like that like for your first half hour you're like oh cool I have what I, I wanted yeah. but it's like half broken and bad mm, yeah and the How, bummer is I oh go ahead Cliff I'm no, sorry. I was just gonna say one thing I've experienced with um with BBK phones in general, not so much with OnePlus, but uh, is is that the Western language optimization for um, Color OS is just it, like just words are like you get like little dots sometimes where you're supposed uh. to get, like just just those kind of things. And Color OS does have some some neat features and very customizable, but it yeah. just leaves me frustrated at times. You know, it's funny. I didn't see. I I know what you're talking about. I see those like a lot on Vivo and Xiaomi mm. phones. I didn't see them much on the Oppo, but there are a lot of these things we've been complaining about for so long that you kind of feel like an idiot for bringing them up again because at sure. this point oh, yeah. you've given up all hope that any of this will be corrected. <laughs> but you know that dumb thing where it's like your phone is off, and on almost any Android phone, you can double click the power button to quickly jump into the camera. Yeah. On these freaking phones from Oppo and Huawei. And Xiaomi, oh, no. you have to double-click the volume button. A, oh, it really? oh, doesn't work half the time. And B, if you're listening to music or a podcast like I always am, it doesn't work at all. Because mm. it's the volume okay. rocker. So right. there's there's little things like that. And I go into some detail in the video about which ones are annoying. But there are so many of them. Link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But th- there are so many of them that, you know, if you're importing a Chinese phone, well, that's on you. You're going to have to yeah. live with it because the phone isn't built for your thing. If this is something they're building for the global market, maybe you should think about right. adapting a lot more of those. Spend, spend a little more time. Especially on that, in a phone than, that yeah. that is, is well, maybe not your flagship, but still, you know. But the US, high visibility. Like $1,100, basically, or twelve or $1,000. Right, right yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. High visibility, too, for sure. Especially in that beautiful lavender color. Actually, I dig that color. I dig that color, too. I dig the black version, even, and I typically don't like the right. black or white versions of Review Unit because they tend to be the most boring, but this one, like, glimmers like this. Yeah, I saw that, Like yeah. this foam, yes. It's like a mm, stone. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, I'm looking forward to the... And I'm, I'm fairly sure... I know that there's an embargo on reviews until the end of the month, but I'm fairly sure we can talk about it. The Honor VS is, is oh. coming out um, very it's, soon, which I'm interested in. Yeah, it's been out in China for, like, ever. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, but, so, um, but spoiler alert, I'll be doing that for Slash Gear, so yay. Yay! Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to get behind a uh, foldable tablet again, because... Uh, I haven't personally used one since the Fold 2 when Samsung had that insane 100-day return policy, and I returned mine <laughs> after 89 days. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Fold 2. Yeah, yeah. Lots, ha- lots changed since then. I did have the Flip 4, though, so I'm, I'm not, not completely um, out of touch in the foldable market. I would like to give Samsung props real, real, really quick, though. Uh, specifically, you, were, you mentioned Samsung. And mm-hmm. third-party, non-root apps to modify your phone. But Samsung has done something really cool over the last what, like I guess five years, and and, and that's to develop and and, and uh, continue to update Good Luck, which allows mm. you to do some some, you know, while it's from the manufacturers to, to customize your phone in ways that it doesn't you know do things out of the box. I think that's really cool. I don't it know is. a whole lot of other manufacturers that do that. You know what's crazy? 
um, I was visiting Samsung in Korea late last year, and we had a lunch with a couple executives, and I did not expect this at all. One of the very few executives who were attending this lunch was the woman in charge of Goodlock. <laughs> oh. And I was like, first of all, LOL, I didn't even know Samsung... Like it, it, you can get the impression that Samsung doesn't let the Goodlock team like out of the basement, <laughs> because they 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 don't seem to give them Did any resources. Did she have a leash on when? Yeah, you right. Like, that's right. I was I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And I made the point to her that I'm sure you track this, and I'm sure I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But in the West, anytime I criticize anything about Samsung software, there is always a redditor or a Twitter reply guy within 20 seconds who's like, you should just try Goodluck. Just use Goodluck. Goodluck fixes this. What are you, an idiot? And I'm like, you guys are well well known uh, across the nerditude of the internet. Absolutely. I mean- Hey, if if you got to pick a hill to die on, why not? Why you not know, good luck? Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> and my beef with good luck is that like it's great, but the front end to get to download those customizations is yeah. so bad. It's like it's like they didn't even they put it through Google Translate and did not copy edit it. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, then you have to open up a their app store and right surf through the eight thousand. Uh, freemium games that they're promoting and while well, it yeah. tries to install yeah. other things on your phone you're searching for good luck and yeah. I mean there there are those hoops as well but yeah I'm just I'm just happy that it's there again because I yeah. I can't think of anybody it's like it's like the least Apple-y thing that Samsung does <laughs> it's true yeah and it is cool no that's a great point no one else really does that at all all right. <laughs> well, that was, that, that was a nice little that was a nice little uh, stro- stroll down Samsung memory lane. I would like to point out that I am working on my review of the Galaxy S twenty three vanilla version right now, and I gotta say my working headline is I regret buying the Ultra because this is a damn fine phone. Is it? Yeah, I mean, like the battery <laughs> life is solid. The cameras are solid. I, now, the caveat here is I have not put the cameras up onto my 32-inch screen. I haven't put the photos up on my 32-inch screen yet. But just, like, at a glance, like, I was I was uh, shooting sample photos yesterday, like, Ultra versus S23. And, like, side by side, even, like, a 10x zoom or even 30x zoom, fairly similar shots. So. No. No. Yes. No. Put them yes. on a 32-inch screen. And I, you will I haven't your done mind. that yet. I yeah. have not done that yet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But I mean, I, seriously, you swatted your shot like someone that swat shots. Just get that out of here. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, that is a very big caveat. I understand that, but yeah. um, it's, it's 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 Samsung has done some very good things, especially in terms of battery life of this generation. Yeah, that using that because um, it uses the HN two like like the rest of them, right? I believe so. Yeah. So like, yeah, and I think that's my prop. That's why the minute somebody brings up a phone like the S twenty three, I like like my your my, eyes glaze over. Well, yeah, like my uh, my CPU uh, meter fold, bro. No, it like it like <laughs> yeah, because it peaks. I'm just like, oh, I have to actually try to pay attention because I am instinctively <laughs> bored. Because the number one thing that wow. most phones do, particularly in a price class like the S23, uh, is in 2023 they 
They do well. They do what you expect. They better damn well last all day, and the camera right. better be pretty good. And now right. that we've reached such parity across the, the non-folding segments, it's like, yeah, it's very difficult for me to get excited about the, those things. But um, how much is the 23 again? Nine nine nine. Uh, no, that's the seven nine nine. Yeah, Whew, that was way off. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Well, no, the nine 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 is the S. The is plus, the S23 which I, plus, which I is don't know why that somewhere. song exists, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I kind of think that Samsung should be, if they're not already, they should be preparing to just replace the S, uh, S, S plus version with the with the uh, the flip, and just call it a day. Hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure that would rub some people's fur the wrong way, but I think it's I, like the flip feels like it wants to come in and replace one of those strata. I agree because right, like right. the fold came in and replaced the old note. Right. Even exactly. though the, the, the note got moved into the ultra. Like that reshuffle feels right in a, in a long term kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they should be uh, they should be working on that. So you're absolutely right, though. I mean, when you're paying eight hundred dollars for a phone, I mean, I mean, competency is, is table stakes at this point, like mm-hmm. or. Even yeah. if you're the, you're trading the phone off physically the past works. success, right, <laughs> right, yeah. We started getting to that point where Russell Holley started sub. I think it was Russell started uh, subtitling a lot of reviews <coughs> in the back end at, during the Android Central days, which is like you know, Galaxy the Samsung Galaxy S8 is a phone that exists. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're getting to that Pretty point, much. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that which sounds is, like a Russell Holley thing. <laughs> I feel like it in in. This, this is a good time to segue, I think, into your your content, Michael, because as I, I can't remember if you mentioned this pre uh, pre launching, you know, before we went live, but the fact that you have been producing um, less frequent videos, but yeah. I, I feel like the the while your narrative has has always been one of your strong your storytelling has always been one of your strongest points. I feel like ever since your mm, pocket nowadays, absolutely right. Thanks. I, f- I feel like you've taken that to the next level and, and and it's more than just a phone review even when it is a review because you're also putting uh, not unlike um your former i guess he was your roommate the unlocker no no i didn't live with david but oh. I, he's my studio mate so like, yeah. oh gotcha okay I knew you guys were, <laughs> you guys were <laughs> together mate. so much i assumed it was something like that but uh yeah but, we'll uh, be married soon don't worry. <laughs> nice you guys are gonna get matched like the, like the 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 <laughs> necklace that comes apart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's in the shape of a phone. Exactly. A folding phone. You get one half a and you get the phone. other half. There you a go. A folding phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so tell me what your like your journey to to this new uh cadence and and the evolution of that style that you that you're at now. Yeah, you know that feeling you have when you, you don't have to make videos. You can, we can be talking about articles sure. or podcast episodes, but you know that feeling you get when you were like, "Well, I got to make that. I have the product. I have the thing, and it's time. The embargo is lifting, or the deadline is here, and I have to write the thing. And I don't know what to say." That yeah, is how I feel, right? <laughs> right. Like that. That's how I feel right now about Every the S twenty three Ultra. Sure. Day. <laughs> like yeah, when you you get to this point of like of plateau across the across the segment the only way that you can one of the only ways you can achieve success with producing a piece of content around it is to have a different angle or just yeah, to right. work your ass off like 
I feel like M. Brandon Lee just posted a 50-minute video on the Galaxy S23 Ultra, and it's like wow. 200 settings to change when you first buy it or something like that, <laughs> like 200 tips. And it's like, that's that's cool. That's a different angle. That's a right. useful thing. I, to your point about storytelling, like I have to, I have to come at it from the angle of um, how can I how can I tell an interesting story anchored on anchored by this product, right? Mm-hmm. And when that doesn't come naturally, well, things the production rate slows down. And I could yeah. do two videos a week again, but then you're going to end up with this situation where you are on autopilot and you're doing the creative thing of like. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Here's another video. It's a phone. It's not that different, but there's some different things. Let's get to it. And you know, it's yeah. like seeing that video 500 I, times. I never need to see that video again. I, I never need to make that video ever again. That's right. for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I think creatives um, who work in, whether it's reviewing phones, right? Or in my case, it was, I was at the time until the last, uh, not quite a year, I was working for um, a resort. But in, in both cases, those are things that are very cyclic, right? In my case, it was literally seasons and and a lot of the mm-hmm. same events. And so after you've done that for a while, it, it, you really do feel like you're in, in Groundhog Day. And I got to oh, yeah. imagine it's yeah, very yeah. similar for you. And at some point, you just hit that wall and you're like, well, you know, I yeah, I just I need something different or I'm going to be him falling off the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? We'll see. Well, and I, I've, ahead, had, I've had I've had similar uh, situations where I have to sit down and write a review where I think to myself, "How am I going to get two thousand words out of this?" Because like it's just <laughs> yes. you know it's the same Shut it's GPT. the same stuff from last year, which was the same stuff from the year before, and right. you know at the same time I you know I I just get into a zone and you know I just I start writing and writing and writing and when I look up it's like oh here's twenty eight hundred words <laughs> that's great you know and it's like you don't oh, even. Man. That's but, the other. That's the other side of it, dude. Like, cause I'll yeah. start, and I'm just like, well, you know what? I've got to crank this out. I think I've got an angle. Let me just start. It'll probably be a short one, and then of course it's 17 minutes long. Right. And it's an <laughs> oh edit my that god. Takes forever, and oh my god, it's yeah. That's the other side of the trap. It, it it very much is, and in fact, I mean, you know, I think Cliff can Cliff and I can attest to like we've done some reviews of like some fairly minor devices on this like one of them was a flashlight and so i sat down and i sat down with cliff i'm like this is going to be a 10 minute video tops and like you know before we know it we're like at 30 minutes and we're talking about how we're blinding raccoons in the woods (laughs) (laughs) but well that's what and you can do that and i think that that dovetails with what i was going to say too is like i found it a lot easier to make videos about a year ago i was having an awful lot of personal life stuff like I was going through a an existential crisis of sorts personally and I was like I need to say this to someone I need to say this to a group of people that will listen to me so mm-hmm. if I graft my midlife crisis onto a phone review you're adorable see... if you thought that was a midlife crisis oh, anyway felt like it. let's <laughs> let's see how many people will put up with that let's <laughs> see how far I can push this and the reality was that I, enough people watched um, and responded to it that it sort of gave me permission then to to keep to keep trying to make reviews interesting in that way. And yeah. you guys, you're making the other point. Like it, it it can be a flashlight, it can be a cereal, it can be a, a potato. It yeah. doesn't matter ultimately what you're reviewing if you have enough people who are coming there to see you sure. and hear your take on it. And that's yeah. why you know. 
And, and that's changed a lot because when we started, I, I really wanted to have a lab and I wanted to do objective stuff and be like, here's the data. I'm going to help you make a buying decision. That's just not what it is anymore. It's, mm. hey, come hang out with me and I'm going right. to tell you some kind of story that's anchored by the iPhone 11 D4, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Understood. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's... It, one, I mean, and, and I'm glad Cliff brought this up because I, I definitely love your narratives and your narrative style. Like, I remember Thanks. with your OnePlus 11 review, I, I mentioned in my review about how, like, this year there was a, 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 a regular and a pro and a T. Then the next year there was a pro and a T. Then the next year there was just a T. I mean, and but you were like, I, 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 I when I watched your video, I'm like, well, shit, he was, he's right because you're talking about, like, First they had a USB-A, then they had USB-C, then they had USB-A again. First they had a switch, now they don't have a switch. I can like, seesaw, and, man. And, but I mean, like, you just got so much more in-depth with, like, all the things that have been changing. I'm just like, you know, I think I, like, I put up a painting. You painted a mural. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. you know, that, um, that is very... Ch- sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Michael. Please continue. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, I, I just... Okay, so so I feel like most, even Chinese, and I'm not insulting Asian phone manufacturers, but I, sure. sometimes they feel like, especially with like your, your Xiaomi's and, and uh, maybe even Oppo to some extent, but just kind of to use an overused analogy, right? But throwing stuff up against the wall and see what sticks, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, OnePlus's product strategy for the last four years has just felt schizophrenic. Like you, mm-hmm. it, like like mm-hmm. you've just mentioned, and this is one of those where I really wanted to. I wish I could time travel and also be the fly on the wall. I really want to yeah. because here's the thing: just because you usually if something looks schizophrenic, right, or it doesn't make sense, it's because you don't know all the details, all the facts, and everything. Oh, that went. no question. Oh yeah, right. definitely. And yes. and so there has to be a reason. And I mean, I I do have to think some of it had to do with Carl Pei leaving. Sure. Direction and maybe you know there's the shifting of uh, of the of the cards so to speak shuffling of the cards and the or shuffling the chairs on the deck within BBK and um, a lot of things. But I mean, just why why make a product choice to to in in your latest product move it down from to USB two from USB <laughs> three? Like, yeah. I yeah. those well, are the kind of things wait. I'm just like. Why? And here's the thing: the companies need to make hard decisions sometimes. <laughs> for sometimes it's for cost control. Yeah. Sometimes they can't sure. get the part they want. Sometimes they're being forced to use the. Like it's, there are so many reasons, and the, they could help themselves by when the time comes for the briefing, deciding in advance that okay, these are secrets we don't necessarily right. need to keep from a strategy perspective. We're not worried about Samsung finding out that we had to use this component because whatever. But so often, 90%, like, we'll ask it. We'll ask it in the Q&A at the mm-hmm. end of a briefing where it's like, uh, why did you guys do this? And then it's like, and then obvious, like, our dear friends in PR, their eyes will shift to a different part of their screen where they've prepared the script response. To this. We <laughs> because they knew the question was incoming. This, yeah, the users <laughs> were really asking for this. When And you just, the, it, it is every part of like, my willpower is going to restraining my hand from hitting the space bar and unmuting myself and saying, bullshit, 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 bullshit. I don't even know if I can swear on this thing. Are you having a, a, po- a poker face moment? I don't know if you've watched that series, but um, so on, I have, on Peacock. It sounds like I would so relate. Good. I have not. No. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> basically, the Leon. premise 
it, yeah, the the premise is uh, it's it, first of all, it's a Ryan Johnson show, show, so you need to know that going in. Um, yeah. But the premise is a woman who can just tell when people are lying, and like anytime anybody lies to her, just bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. It, like, what I love about this show, just very quickly, is the fact that it's got a very um, shoot. Um, what was the name? It, it, sorry, this is where I, this is great TV. Uh, <laughs> it was an '80s show with uh, oh, the actor was the guy who read the story to his grandson in The Princess Bride. Yeah, and I cannot think of the. The, so, is it Paul Hurt? Is it Judd Hirsch? No, I don't know. Who that no, was. I know, I know who you're talking about, and I cannot remember. Well, anyway, but it's yeah. it's she she has a, adopted his mannerisms and his his style. She's always when she always smokes anyway, as not like a real person? But she's always and she's got this sort of pseudo New York accent, and she's oh, it just it has a very oh, like shit. 80s, <laughs> yeah, but it has a yeah. very like late 70s, early 80s sort of like uh, love that. Well, it's like a it's the same same thing that Judge Judy, uh, you know, in, imbued uh, all of her episodes with. Sir, sir, <laughs> don't pee on my leg yes. and tell me it's raining, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, it is very similar to that. Uh, yes. What I want to say in these briefings, it's like, guys, you could tell us the truth, or you could tell us something r- close to the truth, but you've had a copy a copywriter write you a bullshit excuse, and then you have been forced to feed it to us by these executives who think that they can control the narrative in this way and we're just going to call bullshit sorry and just for the record we are not talking about any specific company here <laughs> so not at just all. no yeah, well i no, would be I, that would be a relief yeah. every company does this yeah yeah and it's just, and, and, and you, some you, you are worse than that, others you get to that point in in the qa and you're just like I I need to ask this question. You need to give us this answer. Now that we've done those, can we move on to the real to the real stuff here? Yeah. Well, then and, that's why you know you get you, people criticize you for going criticize me for going to launch events it's like flying across the whole Atlantic Ocean just to go see a phone. Oh, I saw that thread. Carbon footprint <laughs> shit, like all this stuff, and I'm like, okay. While I was there, yes, I attended the launch event. I also drank with the product manager of the thing and Mm -hmm. i got to hear a bunch of stuff that informs my opinions about the product and helps me deliver a better product of my own yeah eat it (laughs) (laughs) so to those of you who are are thinking about uh jumping into these conversations and complaining about uh tech reviewers flying all over the world to uh, complain (laughs) about our carbon footprint there's your answer right there from uh, courtesy of Mr. Michael Fisher. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> Bullshit. If, if you want to be jealous that you weren't able to go, you're more than welcome to express that. But I wonder, um, if, I wonder if El Jefe is still enjoying the conversation. <laughs> no, he left. He's gone. He's out. Oh, sad. And yeah, I, I think yeah, that yeah, happened about when I, when I couldn't remember the actor's name. That's when the, the, the viewership went down. Way to go, Cliff. Uh, once yeah. again. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. They can't, I mean, they honestly, can't all be I, home runs. If I had a nickel for every time I couldn't remember something on this show, I would not need to monetize. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder, though, that this has got to be the nightmare in every PR director's head or you know, third-party marketing firm when they're doing a launch like that, if, if that's how they've, they've gone. Is that, you know, if you do have the CEO who decides to be more trend or or even just the, the the product manager for that line right that that's up there and, and they decide to be transparent actually even if it is with some marketing speak like say more honest answers for the things that uh for the for the for the choices that were made if they misspeak once 
the people in your industry will just eat them alive and it'll be clicks upon clicks upon clicks upon clicks yeah it's true yeah it's, it's, so a, I'm not, it's a safe route to go right yeah. right yeah it's so that's it's, the other side of it i guess yeah. yeah yeah but i mean like what what is the easily available memory that we all have uh of a carrier that decided to stop playing the game that way mm. and then it became then it Mark, became it, so huge that it bought one of its immediate competitors, and now it's the biggest, like... It's true. It's not the biggest by number, but it's, like, the biggest... It has the most momentum of any carrier. When T-Mobile decided that they were going to do the shtick of putting their CEO in pink sneakers and making him drink a Red Bull and drop 15 <laughs> F-bombs in his first five minutes on stage, I was like, what? This is either going to, like, work tremendously well or it's going to drive them into the ground. And what do you know? It worked tremendously well. It worked well. tremendously mm-hmm. well. We Although, were all sitting there in the audience we're waiting for another boring press event, and suddenly we were everyone was awake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I miss I miss that guy. What was it? John, John Ledger. John Ledger. Ledger, mm-hmm. yeah. I miss yeah. that guy. I it, really wish that he was still the... If you ever it, want to see a hilarious CEO picture, go and find... Uh, <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. The AT&T picture, his executive yeah. picture. Yes. <laughs> It's like he's literally so like bizarro version of him. <laughs> it's like a mirror universe where yes. he's the man. Yes. And yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, God. But all right. Well, <laughs> Michael, it has been amazing talking to you, but we're not done yet. You have the unique opportunity, sir, to answer um, my my lightning round questions twice. <laughs> because we uh, oh, we yeah. tried the we tried this once and it didn't go well, um, <laughs> but not only that, not only that, but it it they have evolved, they've kind of evolved since then and like the thing I re- originally wanted to do with it kind of changed. So now we use these questions to cap off a good beyond a doubt episode. So you have opted to receive the questions in advance. Um, mm. So hopefully you've done your uh, you've Ten done your preparation. Points. I have not. Okay, I was going to say, hopefully you've got your, your corporate answer over on the side of the monitor here. That's um, right. But uh, your corporate approved <laughs> answer. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, dive right in here. Question. And, yes. How long do I have for each answer? Do you want one sentence? Is that what the deal is? Oh, whatever. I mean, the How original... much of a lightning strike is this? Eh. 30 seconds. I mean, okay, cool. some some answers are really great, and we can talk for 10 minutes about it. It doesn't really matter. So, Just hit but, me with the buzzer when I'm talking to <laughs> That's okay. Well, I'll do that. Yeah, I've, I've actually got one right here. I don't. Anyway, so first question. Are you a roamer, or do you have one set location for work? I pretty much already know the answer. I'm a one. digital roamer, man. I like working from coffee shops and boats and ferries and planes. I like being out and about when I'm working. Excellent, excellent. What is the last song or artist you listened to while you were working? There's a great playlist I have on Spotify called Pen to Paper, and it has a lot of instrumental music. Uh, but if I had to boil it down to one artist, Emancipator is pretty well represented in that. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's that's one I'm not familiar with. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to, to go check, check that out. out. Yeah. But yeah. And I like that that you are so eloquent with your with your words, Mister Sir. Pen to paper. I love the name uh, of the playlist. Thanks. <laughs> Pretentious nonsense. That's what I like. <laughs> it really is. But you know what? <laughs> it works for you. Anyway, yeah. um, what's thanks. one word that a PR person can put into an email subject that gets an instant delete? <laughs> And this can be a whole category of words. You, you don't feel yeah. like you're uh, to one. Hey, hey, YouTuber. Hi, dear. Nice day. Mm-hmm. Or hey, Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten two of those three. I'll let you guess which one. Which is the one I haven't. Unbelievable. <laughs> 
Oh, hey, Marquez. Which, <laughs> we got to get Marquez on here. Anyway, uh, what's one thing that you wish all PR people knew about you or about your content? Anything. Um, there's so much. Like, <laughs> Again, it doesn't have to be one. It can be five it, things, you know. Yeah, there's, you know, it, I feel like we have to separate the cold the cold pitches from the other things. Like, if, if you're talking PR people, I mean the. I assume you're asking about the professionals who want to do a good job and 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 do take care of us and yes, et, et cetera. Yes. Um, yeah, I. I mean, really, it could be a little column A, a little column B, whatever. Yeah, the, the cold pitch people cannot be helped. Um, but the <laughs> it's the, a job, man. It's yeah. a job. <laughs> no, no, the real, the real, the real PR folks who, whom I respect and who who take care of us. Um, I guess the one thing is, um, you know, I they they already know the the most important thing, which is that I like to be treated like a more like a traditional journalist than an influencer. Even though I'm not a capital J journalist, we've talked about that before. I, I blur more lines than you're allowed to at the Verge or the Times. Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, I that that's what I like to have acknowledged. That it's like we're not going to treat you like a like like a hired gun. And we're not going to try and act like you getting a review sample is some kind of incentive. And right, yeah, and they and most of them already do. You know, I feel like PR people get lumped in with um, with a lot of the the the, the folks you really don't want to hear from who are pitching you stuff using the wrong name, uh, yeah. pitching you stuff you would never cover and oh, have yeah. done no research. And that is not a PR like that's like the lowest level email vulture. You know, whereas like the PR email. people is a is it, it, they've gotten a bad name as a result of that kind of lower 10%. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is obviously a, a class of, you know, there are various levels of, you know, PR people that we deal with. And like, you know, most of the people that I really enjoy dealing with, I went out of my way to go see them while I was at CES just because, you know, yeah, we have a good relationship and I want to, I want to maintain that. I've, I've been surprised at how often they've turned into like friendships, first of all. And oh, like, sure. Full, yeah. which I'd never expected in my life. Um, and full disclosure, like I, the, my girlfriend works in PR. So like I have a, a cool kind of side view into that world. And there's one thing that you never really hear about and it's how freaking hard it is because it is not easy. Mm, no, I, I, I have zero doubt about yeah. that. In fact, I've, I've, I've told PR people like, look, I know you have a, sh- I, I know you have a, t- a really hard job and I really yeah. appreciate the fact that you're doing it at this well. Um, yeah. it's, you know, it's great. I couldn't do it. I'll tell you, I'd lose my oh, yeah. second yeah. day. So it always amazes right. me when people leave one side to go to the other, because I understand that you bring that knowledge, but it just seems like, <laughs> it just seems like a step down in terms of the enjoyment factor or the, or the, I don't know. But yeah. Every, Anytime yeah. anything goes wrong, it's, right. it's on you. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's some notable names that have made that jump. You know, Brad Mullen, Sasha mm-hmm. Segan. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the oh, two that come immediately to mind. Um, but Dieter, yeah, they're. Yeah. Well, I the Dieter didn't go to PR and neither did Sasha. But like, yeah, hopping the fence to like. Mm. Yeah. The, the corporate world is a different thing. So anyway. I was wondering uh, r- real quick, though, are, oh. when you get these massive pitches, like, I mean, because I assume a lot of people are getting these same pitches. The, yeah. like the ones you describe are is are they just buying an email list from somebody yeah okay oh 100 percent. yeah yep. that's what i thought but no, otherwise the hey marquez thing just doesn't make any sense to me no it's but, just an autocomplete right. fail and mm-hmm. like yeah they're, they're, they're they have lists. a spreadsheet and exactly, like you know yeah. hey yeah. 
colon first name yeah. uncolon you know right. whatever yeah and, and the clever and, ones are like i really enjoyed your current video quote and then whatever the hell your most re-, like it auto completes yeah. and it's right. like yeah. oh, did you i you know if i had the time i'd love to respond or just what did you enjoy about it yeah yeah <laughs> Well, it's like it's like I get um, you know with review phones. Every once in a while, we get review Sims along with it, and so mm-hmm. I'll get a I I a, a more than on more than one occasion, I've gotten a text message from a review phone saying your social security number has been flagged by the <laughs> by oh, the yeah. IRS, and we're gonna come after you. And there's a, a warrant has been issued for your reverse. And a couple oh, of times, I replied fun. back and I, I replied back and said, "Wow, that sounds scary. What's my <laughs> social security number?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure I'm talking to the right person here. Yeah, right. Uh, Okay, Uh, next question. How long do you take to write slash film a proper review from the time you open the box to the time you push publish? Used to be a day for each segment, right? So it was a day to write it, a day to film it, a day to edit it. Um, Mm. That is... That sounds amazing. (laughs) I know, I know. And when I came over from Hagenau to, to start Mr. Mobile, it was amazing, but like... Then, as we talked about earlier, like the nature of the work changed and the the actual process of writing became way longer because he's, he just didn't. It's harder to write something I'm proud of in a day. So it takes two oh, days sure. and three sure. days. The edit ballooned, too, because, you know, you find new ways of hopefully trying to keep people engaged through different visuals and you film a lot more footage. So you got to sift through that. So now it's like, dude. And that's by the way, that is after you've decided what you're going to say. Right. As you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. the part of the process the no one ever talks now. about. Right. So that's six days, ideally. I mean, maybe if it's a phone that's so iterative it's lame, then like four days, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But God, I sure don't want to ever do a review on a thing as complicated as a phone with less than four days of usage. Even four days feels... Yeah, uh, that's, that feels a little uh, on the short side, but... You're barely and, getting and like, a couple of battery cycles in there, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one one review that advice that I have coming for Slash Gear has, you know, has a, uh, advertised 30-day battery life. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to use this thing for like at least 45 days before I can even, even get a sense on that, you know. Who, who um, made it? Can you say? Ah, uh, with things. Uh, it's the the hybrid watch. Oh, it's a watch. I was like, yeah. if it is a phone, you no, are not going to have to wait 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's an e-ink phone from like Hisense. You're like, yeah, right. like what? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. No, it's uh, the with things uh, scan watch. Uh, cool. Deal. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, and it's like, you know, battery life alone takes forever. Mm. But yeah, absolutely. Truth yeah. be told, when I'm reviewing a device... I have 90% of the review written in my head in the first three hours of using the device. So. Yeah. Well, except when you don't know the price. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> then you're like... Drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. This could be a, this could be an amazing deal or this could be the, a terrible deal and it could go either way knowing this company. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree with that. But yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we should move on okay. <laughs> before we start get, getting in trouble. Good idea. <laughs> um, has there ever been a product that you you have received and tested that was ultimately so bad you decided not to review it and without yeah. naming names, if possible, what was it? Yeah, man. Um, it had, it's happened a lot. And I used to think that was bad. Uh, so the most recent example to actually answer the question was a 3D printed, like super prototype, super early thing of a phone that could be cool because it's different. But I didn't okay. realize how early it was. And oh, then they yeah, sent yeah, it yeah. to me. I was like, you guys, the like the back doesn't stand. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like it is falling. Like I have to hold it with two hands to keep it together. Oh, my God. So 
sometimes you know it's yeah. that oh um, sure 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 but when it's a product i think ahead. in the spirit of this question we're talking about a finished product that they're ready to ship yeah and in, when that happens i used to say I remember when I first got the guidance from my very first editor-in-chief there, it's like, look, if it's this bad, we're not going to review it. We'll send it back to them. And I'm like, why the hell does anybody review anything then? Like, <laughs> some stuff, sorry, some stuff has to be a two out of 10. Like, otherwise, why are we even doing this? True. Yeah. Um, but That's fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> it is. But like, you know, because otherwise, what, what are we worried about? Are we worried about, oh, no, they're not going to send us units anymore. Cool. I have a budget to buy a $800 phone once a year. It's fine. I don't care about access. Yeah. What I care about now is the thing we keep coming back to is this narrative thing. It's like, if I'm going to make a make a video about this, then it's going to be a video about something that tried and failed. And if I can tell a cool story about that and yeah. remain honest, then cool. But that's not, it's not as fun. It's, it's not as fun because I don't like shitting on people. It's not as fun because the comments are always worse because there are always these fucking sycophants who show up for like <laughs> brand X, maker of the world's worst shit. And they're like, actually, you're wrong. This is the best thing ever. And you and then they sit three paragraphs and you ban them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, well, yeah. it's that's not as fun. It's more fun when it's a product that's ex that gets you excited. I had well, a, yeah. I had an idea for a podcast after. Uh, the one that I collaborated with Adam on. Previously oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and and the idea of it was called how what was basically reviewing bad or potentially bad products. Usually, it would be something that, as an example, like a pair of True Wireless earbuds that's fifteen dollars and has all these advertised features. Yeah, and it was it was going to be called How Bad Could It Be? Oh yeah, great idea. But I stopped it because for the same reasons that you're talking about. I I feel like it would be fun for about three or four months and yeah. then the negativity, the negs would just take over me and number one, I could become <laughs> really mean spirited or I just wouldn't have fun anymore. Plus yeah. it's kind of a one trick pony because there's a lot, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of bad products, but after a while, you know. You know, right. I, we should talk about this <clears throat> off air because this might be something that we're, that's worth resuscitating just as mm. like a sub show. Every once in a while. Benefit, yeah, At least like have a pun name though, we can't do it. That's no, true. Okay. That's Absolutely. True. I've, I have no doubt that you'll come up with one of those. But, Down uh, and out. <laughs> that ain't no. bad. Yeah, that ain't I'm bad. I have like a logo already ball. done. I'm just like. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say this. I think you're, you've tapped into something, though, because even though this was another of our friends, I won't name him, he went into PR. He, he left the, the um, tech journalism space, and he was great. And I was like, dude, why are you leaving? It, the space is going to be worse off without you. And he said, um, you know, he wasn't a dude who wrote like hit jobs. Like he wrote very fair reviews, but mm -hmm. he was writing a review about something and he was getting really nitpicky and he didn't like some stuff. And he said, you know, I saw myself writing this review and I like flashed forward in my brain to 20 years in the future. And I said, this is going to make me a sad, bitter old man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so that's when he started looking for ways to get out of it. I was like, yeah. wow, that's that's profound. And then there's people <laughs> like me who just made a career out of that. Embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it uh, it suits some of us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my my daughter once asked me, she's like, she, I, I, I don't remember what the word she used was, but she was basically like, why are you so critical of things? I'm like, it's kind of my job. <laughs> Literally my job. <laughs> it comes and infects other parts of your life, too. Sometimes oh, I don't know does. if you guys are like me. Yeah, because you'll get like somebody important to you ask you for feedback. You're like, eh, it's not that great. And it's like, oh, shit. Did you just want to? What kind did of you, answer did you want? <laughs> <laughs> I will answer this question only after you answer mine. 
have you bought it yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does affect things and the way people react quite a bit. Yeah, yeah sometimes you just kind of have to go and take your reviewer hat off, I guess. And, and Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Take, yeah. Go ahead. we got a few more questions to get through here, though. <laughs> um, and and right. we're, we've already stayed longer than we promised Mr. Mobile we would keep him. So, And when Mr. Mobile got an appointment, he out. And True saying, enough. Got an appointment uh, to, go, to go pee out this beer I had. Yeah, go ahead. Fair enough. Do you prefer pr- producing written content, audio content, or video content, and why? And actually, you're kind of unique because, I mean, I mean, you hmm. you don't write as often as you used to, but, I mean, you do a lot of audio and a lot of video, so I'm just kind of curious. I do write, though. Like, I mean, all the reviews are I mean, you are, write, are vi- you write scripts. Just, okay, scripts. fine. That's, that's part of video content. You don't get to count You don't get to count that. <laughs> I have to, like, because that's all that makes a difference. Oh, El Jefe's back. El Jefe, we lost you for a while. Safari. Hashtag eat it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, yeah, look, the writing, the, none of the stuff I do works unless I'm writing. So writing is my favorite part. Okay. Filming is my least favorite part because it's tedious and annoying and dumb and the light always changes and I hate it. Same. Cameras and all that stuff. (laughs) Uh, But the audio is also fun because that's a part of the thing. And, you know, people like listening to a particular, uh, my voice, I guess. I have this. What mic do you have? I've I've just, I've been staring at it. Is that a Kef? It's an AKG C414XLS. No, fun. Yeah. Thanks for adjusting your audio levels so that I have to edit out later. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great. That's great. Um, but no, and it's and ASMR um, you are Mr. Mobile. I'm going to take this opportunity since since Cliff brought it up. I'm I'm going to I'm going to uh, commend you for shunning the talking head trend of uh, tech reviews that so yeah. many people do because I just I, I adore that about your videos is that it's not just like thanks I'm you know this is the phone that I'm wor- talking about and I'm going to spend five minutes talking about this with my glor- with my very brightly lit background mm. and oh look here's the phone again and I just oh yeah. yeah, it gets under my skin. Well, it gets <laughs> under my skin too, and that's why we, you know, when we were building Mr. Mobile, I was like, it, 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 it occurs to me that if someone is clicking on a video called Galaxy S4 or something, maybe the majority of the time should be spent on the Galaxy S4 from at a looking at the Galaxy S4. Let's look at the yeah. product. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Uh, how do you deal with writer's block? Oh, it's so freaking hard, man. I, I know. Like, it's you know <laughs> we uh, it. You kind of have to just survive until it passes. I find I don't okay. have a quick way of. You oh, know? I never said quick. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no like when it really hits. It's like <sighs> oh, I well, I have a luxury, right? I, I can switch to another thing. You know how many weeks I've been planning on doing the S twenty three Ultra review that we talked about is very difficult to do. I switch to another thing. I'm like, I don't want to do that right now. I'll switch to a thing I can write about. Yeah, there you go. I, All I right, do, I do the same thing, and it's with design work. Sometimes I just don't have it. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I have to just set it aside unless I literally have a deadline that's you know that day. But even then, mm-hmm. I usually will just shift to something else because the worst thing in the world is that blank white screen. Yeah, you know yeah, whether sure it's the is. cursor flashing or you're in an Adobe suite. Program. Yeah, anyway. a, a blank a blank white mm-hmm. uh, Photoshop yes. document. Yeah, yeah. But I will say though that like <clears throat> you know even though I can move my deadlines around, a deadline really does help. I had to. Sure. There's a video I'm making right now. It's not because I have a product deadline. I don't care about meeting the embargo date. It's um, there's a sponsor. I need to run a sponsor spot before the end of the month. 
Yeah. I've got yeah. to run a video. So that's helpful because sometimes you just need to be punched in the kidney. You know, you're just like, oh, I, oh, I, oh, okay. every <laughs> job I've ever applied for when we've, you know, had the, you know, okay, so how, how, how can you best, uh, you know, achieve what your goals here is? I always tell people I work best when I'm given a headline and a deadline. Yeah. Just give me the, give me the topic. Tell me when you need to buy and it will be done. I mean, that's really, that's it. Yep. Yeah. So. Deadline is a remarkable thing for sharpening your focus. Yeah. All right. Influencers, here to stay or a bubble waiting to burst? Definitely here to stay, but um, it doesn't mean that the bubble won't, you know, deflate <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> okay. to, to points. And, you know, it moves around, too, right? TikTok is having a moment right now. Mm. Um, you know, thankfully, not at the expense of long form. Long form is very healthy. And oh, yeah. that's where the, the money is from an AdSense perspective and stuff. But, like, yeah, I think... Um, I think it'll come and go. It'll it'll come in waves as most things do. People are in, influencers are already a a self referential joke. You know, it, they're easy to poke fun at, but it's a massive piece of the economy. So, understood. Not All right. Who is the first reviewer that you read slash listen to slash watch go to when reviews drop? And by the way, if you say Michael Fisher, you'll be on par with pretty much everybody else I've ever asked that question about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, honestly, it, it really it really depends on the product. Um, I, I don't spend a lot of time watching tech YouTube. And when I do, it's it's like retro tech. Like I watch LGR. Like that's yes. the okay. lazy game say. reviews. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Like that yeah. channel has informed so much. Cliff Esco uh, changes shorts now. <laughs> well, we, we recently well, did a podcast where we were talking about our favorite YouTube channels. And one of mine was LGR. Yeah. yeah. One of the very fewest, uh, one of the very few channels I watch religiously. And the other ones aren't tech channels. They're like aerospace channels and like, oh, space, yeah. you know, like uh, Mark Manley and everyday astronaut and you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, so when a tech review comes out, you know, the thing I do, and maybe you guys have some familiarity with this feeling, I will finish the review. And as even if I love the device, my favorite feeling is taking it and taking my SIM out, putting it in something else and just forgetting about it. Because mm -hmm. that's all I've been thinking about for seven to 21 days. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see. The only time I jump into YouTube and want to see other people's takes is when it's a product that it's like, like something i really care about like i i just watched everyone's find and to flip reviews because i really care about that the surface duo you know like when it's a weirdo mm. yeah yeah, yeah I, 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 can, I can get behind that so all right well we're gonna we're going to uh, i'm gonna call an audible and we're gonna throw in an extra question here <laughs> brought to us by tech uzi tech tech uzi tech i guess is how you I, I guess is how you pronounce it tech uzi it is he's the tech uzi yeah anyway what are your thoughts about YouTube Shorts since you hate TikTok with a passion? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm of two minds. That's a good, it's a good question, and thank you for asking it. Um, I think YouTube needed to do something to compete with TikTok. I think it's cool that YouTube is offering monetization options to creators because I think they're going to probably pay a lot better than TikTok does, but they currently don't. Lon Seidman's been talking about this a lot. It's impossible to make any kind of money on YouTube shorts right now, at least for channels like his. Mm. And um, I just wish YouTube would give us a separate feed for them. Personally okay. speaking, old man hat on, I don't want to see him. I don't care. I hate shorts. I hate vertical video. I hate them. And unfortunately, they pollute the main subscriber feed. 
which if you watch YouTube on a TV, the last thing you want is to be scrolling through like your one of your subscription lists. And there you go. Giant <laughs> pillar boxes, <laughs> shitty yeah. minute long content, right. usually ripped off from Instagram, which was ripped off from TikTok with somebody putting music that wasn't there originally. Why have music at all? And then you uh, get no opportunity to learn anything because it's not designed <laughs> to have a clickable description. Right. So you can't go learn more. You just are supposed to stay inside the machine and be force fed this pablum for for people with attention spans that are three seconds long. I hate it. I wish it was gone. Forever. Tell us how you really feel, Michael. I mean, it's not, it feels like you're sugarcoating here a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding back, aren't I? <laughs> I, think, I? I think you're absolutely right, though, Michael, because I, I think there is a place and a needed, and, and it's needed for bite-sized content, right? But yeah. But it's like, to me, it's like the TJ Maxx of your of your uh, of your stream, right? Because you go into TJ Maxx, it's literally like eight, you know, it, it, it's pants, it's an iron, it's a rack <laughs> for your spices all on one table, and I'm like, can we get this separated as something so that I can triage yeah, it? Give, right, exactly, right. right. And I want to say, like, I'm not, I, I, I'm not criticizing the creators themselves, and because mm-hmm. I think as a, the the end product, again, I don't like it. But that is not to say that creating the end product is not is not difficult. It is so much more difficult to capture and retain someone's attention in two seconds than oh, what yeah. I do, which is like, I know you're most of you who I'm talking to, I know are subscribers. So I know you're going to sit around and let me set the table for 90 seconds. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. Like I shouldn't do that, but I do because I like doing it and people put up with it. In TikTok, <laughs> you have to capture someone's like it's two seconds. If yeah. you don't catch someone's attention in one and a half seconds, sometimes, you know, they're scrolling to the next thing. That is way harder. I respect the hell out of the work those people do. I just, the end product is often something I just really don't like. Obviously. Well, you know, you know how it starts off is, you know, first you got to capture their attention in three in three seconds, and then after a while you build up a following. Then they subscribe. Then you can capture their attention for in ninety seconds, and then you know you build up that following, and pretty soon you have Star Trek Picard season two, <laughs> where we gave you ten you hours in 10 and you still didn't capture our attention, you jerks. I just, you know, I wish again. We we've wished a couple times in it, or at least I have, that I wish I was a different kind of person. I I want that kind of flexibility. I want to be able to say like, yeah, I like that too. I'm, yeah. It's fun to be able to experiment with something new. And I get that. I think I felt that way about Instagram stories and I still do. I like Instagram stories, not reels. But, yeah. you know. I don't. This, this sto- <laughs> well, this, yeah, the story format for some reason to me is just more appealing. Um so I'm not, yeah, I, I don't know. All I right. just wish, I wish I could feel that way about TikToks and Reels. And All right, have we got one last question. point about uh, money there. Yeah. We got one last question and the dog objects to it. But anyway, if yeah. you weren't working in this field, what would you be doing for a living? Oh my God. That's such a freaking scary, because sometimes I'll have nightmares that I'm not working that in this you, field. That you just got fired? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh I, yeah, that's, that's me every morning. <laughs> yeah, it's scary stuff, man. Like it's... I come down to my computer, sit down on my, and I'm always surprised when I'm still logged into Slack. <laughs> hey, my email still works. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, God, if I had to, you know. Especially it, after the last like month and a half to two months. Oh my God, it's been a freaking bloodbath yeah 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 Yeah, i stopped looking for new jobs just because i'm like i'm gonna get fired in the first week anyway it doesn't matter (laughs) it's like the uh (laughs) i had a conversation when i was uh, working one of my previous jobs i was working at a marine supply store and one of the things we sold was like model kits and one of them was really really popular and it kept selling out and i 
asked my boss, I was like, do you want to, we need to uh, order these again because they, they sold out again. He's like, nah, what's the point? I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> they're just going to sell out again anyway. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. I don't know, I don't know that this is the right way to run a business, but you're the boss. I okay. don't think that's a first world problem, but I'm going to put a pin in it just in case. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, now, man. To answer your question, I would I would very much like to be a uh, tour bus driver at Kennedy Space Center. That's yes, like that would be. be awesome, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Each of those stars is a, six feet tall. That's an extended yeah. callback too to the last time we had you on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that's kind of what I say because I can't think of anything else I would like to actually do. I don't know. Besides driving ferry boats in the East River, I think that'd be fun too. Yeah. Something that gets me outside and sure. Yeah. And then uh, one last question from the lightning round. I was in your city two weeks ago. Why the hell weren't you there? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a combat pilot, Will. I belong in the air. And my wife just yelled, hi, Fisher. Hi. Sorry that I missed you. Um, No. Also, New York is a big place, and now I live in a a little, little part of it that's not accessible by anything but a boat. So. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, we have to talk about that off the air. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's perfect for me. There's no subway, and really? yet I can see the city every night. I go to sleep and I look at the city. It's great. Did you? I read. An, I read. Why an do article. I feel like it has Jersey in the name? I'm just saying. Yeah, how how dare you, sir? <laughs> what do you think? You got Shirley and Lowe on this show? Get out of here! <laughs> I read an article um, about a about a year ago, maybe about a guy who got. Uh, marooned on an island like in the Hudson River and could like see the city but like was completely out of touch for like three days it's, it's uh, like the far because... side one tree with coconuts and just a little yeah <laughs> well there are a couple islands like that I mean there's in the East River I know I didn't know they were in the Hudson um, <laughs> El Jefe nice callback sir boom look at that ah, oh my Fisher god Fisher finally moved to that sandbar permanently <laughs> god bless you oh, for being that, one of the very few people who watched that, that video yes. yeah that was that was that in my was hometown. Okay. Yeah, okay. That was where I, where I grew up, yeah. Wow. That is, that that is hefe a reviews. Great, that's a great callback. And you know what? That's, that's a, that's a pretty good place to... Now that we have like the highest number of people watching the stream that we've had all along, we got to go ahead and end the show. <laughs> Damn uh, it. <laughs> that's all right. I but, be, those uh, are good questions, though. Thank you for giving me a little advance notice so I could think about them this time. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, Michael, I very much appreciate your time for coming on here and, and, and talking all things Michael. And I'm sure the next time we have you on here, we'll probably be talking about bendy phones again. And that's fine because that's we damn that's well better roll. be. That's how I <laughs> yeah. yeah I want to thank the chat, too. I feel like I didn't give the chat enough love, but it was really great to uh, to, to see some real time feedback. So. Thanks yeah, to everybody yeah. who watched tonight. Yeah, thank you very much for uh, coming on. And uh, this will be uh, this will be coming out in the main feed in just a couple of days. Uh, we we're we're a little bit late on Beyond a Doubt this month because well, last month we didn't have one, so screw it. We figured we'd just come late this month. Um, but anyway, uh, no. But I wanted to uh, thank you for coming on and uh, spending some time with us. And we'll have to have you on again sometime soon. I love you both. You're wonderful people. Thank you, thank you sir. Too thank long. you for being on. Absolutely. And for everybody else listening, that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Please just going to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed it. And if you really enjoyed it, I would love it if you would write a review for the show. If you're watching this on YouTube, click that subscribe button and smash that bell so you can be notified of new episodes and reviews 
as they drop. And if you want some early access, jump onto Patreon at patreon.com slash benefit of a doubt. I'd like to thank co-producer Cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes, but most of all, and as always, I'd like to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt.